I don't know. Again, student government helped with that. I tell people who are afraid of public speaking, oh my God, I can't do it. I can't do it. You just got to throw yourself in like that kind of role. back to another episode of pardon the pandemic we are back into the swing of things with the first week of the spring 2021 semester wrapping up and we inch closer to the return of in-person classes uh, on february 15th if you're a pta student you've already started your in-person classes uh, at this point so kudos to you just a few updates from my end for the campus as a whole but specifically right now what I want to kind of say, and this has been a question that's come up a few times, and that's with regards to the Jackbox Games events that the Office of Student Affairs holds. So we say in there, like it's 12.15 to 1 1 o'clock or 1.15, by no means do you have to stay the full hour. We usually play a game, I think it's Fibbage uh, 3, I don't want to get the number wrong, I'm getting the nod from Bruce, it's Fibbage 3. Each game lasts about 10 minutes. So feel free to play one game, three games, five games. It doesn't matter. So uh, I know some, some students were asking like, hey, I don't want to miss my whole lunch. Um, you don't need to. Just come in, play 10 minutes and move on. And, um, you know, that's, that's, that's all you need to do. You can win prizes. Uh, shout, shout out to Ayana, who's probably won about 15 prizes at this point because she's played so many games. So Ayana keeps killing it weekly. Question. Now, yeah. What is Fibbage? So is it like fibbage. cribbage with fibs? No, fibbage, and, and I don't want to screw this up. So fibbage is like trivia, but every person that plays gets to throw in a fake answer. Oh, so and it's kind of like boulder dash. I don't know what that is. Okay, is that what that is? That what I'm thinking? And then you have to guess like which one is the correct answer. Correct, yep. and then. If like DJAC picks my lie, I get points. I think that's what balderdash is, but I think it's like term, like definitions of things. It's a lot of fun. That does sound like fun. I'm sorry. I just- No, good question. You said fibbage and I just was curious. No, that was a, that was a great question. Uh, so- It was um, a question. Yeah. No, it was good. I'm glad yeah. that we could cover that because I feel like we've had a lot of questions about these games and I want to clear that up as much as we can. So please join us. It's on Zoom every Wednesday in January and we will continue it um, in February as well. So keep a lookout on your email for that information. And again, you win a prize basically as long as you play. So uh, also I mentioned last last podcast and I want to mention again, campus is open. So please, you know, don't be afraid to swing by campus. The other big thing that I want to announce before I, I turn it over to anybody else for announcements is the student affairs staff has begun reaching out to students regarding the start of the spring semester and uh, pre-arrival COVID testing. So if you get an email, call, text, or, or all three from one of us in student affairs, we're not trying to spam you. We're just trying to reach out and see if you have any questions as far as uh, the spring semester goes or the pre-arrival testing that I mentioned before. And um, we just wanna give you as much information as we can and allow you to ask questions. I know we've had some students who've, whose classes um, actually do start in person. Um, so let's say like a ceramics class. And Melissa, maybe this is something that you could add on is um, <clears throat> basically 
students are the impression that their in-person classes don't start until February 15th, but there are some classes, like I mentioned PTA before, that actually do start in person um, the first, like, you know, January 19th. That's correct. Yeah, the only in-person classes that are starting are the first year PT labs, which are starting January 19th, so Tuesday. But all other in-person courses are going to be starting on February 15th. So between now and February 15th, all courses are remote besides those, those lab courses that we just talked about. So that just to alleviate any confusion, if you have an in-person class, those are going to be starting February 15th and your instructor should be reaching out to you about the, um, the specifics of all of that. So thanks for clearing that up. Just read your emails. I mean, just, I mean, I think we talk about that all the time. Please read your emails, check your canvas as much as possible because everybody will be communicating with you on multiple levels, so. Yeah, I think that's that's of um, major importance right now is make sure yeah. you're checking your email. I mean, we do our best at the beginning of the podcast to give that information out, but unfortunately, sometimes things change, you know, the day after we record and then it, it causes a lot of confusion. So um, yeah, just keep checking your email, but that's, that's really all the announcements I have, um, you know, and I would just add that, you know, these are very confusing times as far as, you know, campus is open for uh, activities and events and resources. So even if you have all of your classes remote, you're still welcome to come to campus. So just keep that stuff in mind. And um, even though we, we, we prefer that you do it by appointment, uh, of course, we, we are able for, for available for walk-ins. So um, yeah, any other updates from the crew? I just realized that we've almost been doing these podcasts for a full year. I know, right? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It is crazy. That's pretty cool, though. It is. I think the crazy part is that I've had to think of questions for the past <laughs> like eight months. And I'm, I'm going deep in the internet now. Cool. Are we heading to the dark web? Yeah. No, not yet. Not yet. Okay. We've, got, we've got plenty of time before that. Well, <laughs> that depends. I mean, our guest today, who knows where this conversation will go. That's why so. I didn't go to the dark web for that. <laughs> I figured it would naturally and organically go there. <laughs> yeah. Right, I'm... So great, great segue to welcome our, our guest, who is uh, our back-to-back OG of the podcast. Um, this person helped start it. He's definitely legendary, maybe even like the mythical figure status <laughs> at Penn State Chenango. It's hard to say. It depends on who you talk to. I would say legendary at the very least. He graduated in December with uh, his um, Bachelor business. of Science Business. Yeah. Uh, former SGA president, line leader, line ambassador, uh, basically, uh, you know, super cool dude. And that is the Kyle Sumner. <laughs> Hello, out of retirement. You know, I didn't think I'd be back, but you know, they called me back. Welcome, buddy. Welcome back. It's good to have you. Good to be back. So, let me ask you um, to start off the podcast. And for those of you that don't know, um, and, and you probably should know Kyle, aka Steve, he is a man of uh, great depth and complexity who has an abundance of hobbies and interests, um, which, you know, range from, you know, uh, the fine timepieces to firearms, to tattoos. everything in between. 
a fountain of knowledge. So I, I ask oh. you, Kyle, what is your um, hobby or interest of choice these days? Well, recently I've been getting into like really spicy foods, and I've, I've I don't know if you guys have ever tried a Carolina Reaper, but it's um the current Guinness World Records World Record hottest pepper. Um, it's it's so hot. I, I actually ate a whole uh, Carolina Reaper once, and I was dying. It. If you're smart about it and you can make like a hot sauce with it or put it on pizza, it's really delicious. I went online like three days ago, bought some Carolina Reaper seeds. So they're coming in the mail. So I'm going to be growing my own. So hopefully make some hot sauce pretty soon. So where, where do you buy Carolina Reaper seeds at? Like what, like. Um, They're actually kind of hard to get because there's like a lot of knockoffs and a lot of like variations, but you just got to like browse like trusted of uh, seed distributors and <laughs> Carolina Reapers are cool. Cause they, they kind of got the signature. They call them the Reaper cause they got like a pointed tail and it resembles a scythe, you know, like the, mm-hmm. yeah, to, to each their own. Yeah. But I can tell Bruce has been Googling this while you're talking. <laughs> yeah. I can just tell you were, weren't you? Yeah. And I can tell you, <laughs> you, you probably got those seeds off the dark web. Didn't you Kyle? <laughs> All I can tell you is that they're going to be here in a couple of days. That's all, <laughs> you know, they'll be here. So. It probably wasn't through Amazon, was it? No. no. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Speaking of the dark web. I knew this could go only good places and I'm so glad. <laughs> spicy foods and the Carolina Reaper pepper. That is fantastic. Um, <clears throat> Colin asked another personal question instead of my usual second question. Uh, I mentioned tattoos as a major interest of yours, and I you did recently return from a um, trip to Baltimore. <laughs> yes. Oh, for can you share that? Would you Would you feel comfortable sharing that? With yes. Us? Yeah, I can uh, show you a picture. Oh my, sorry, my phone's blowing up right now. It's literally I don't get any calls, but when I'm doing a podcast, it's like, hey, hey. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um. I had this tattoo planned for like a year. This guy up in uh, Baltimore, Maryland, you know, said he could do my tattoo for a fixed price. I was like, okay, cool. We'll go. It's an entire back piece. Um, he was like, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I talked a big game. I was like, yeah, dude, just do my whole back like 20 hours of work in like two days. And um, you, you ever seen that, uh, that, netflix uh show prison break when the dude got like the whole back piece done in like a week and he's like dying i'm like i'm like thinking i can be that guy and then he was like i don't think you could do it um that's like pretty impossible and i and i sent him like a picture from rocky three of the uh the russian guy and i was you know i can't think of his name dragovich or whatever i was like if he dies he dies and i (laughs) I sent him that so I i go to get my tattoo and oh my god dude i only lasted like four hours the first day and i was supposed to go back saturday morning and he literally would like start shading in and i'd be like oh i need a minute man and then like <laughs> it got to the point where it's like every 10 seconds it'd be it'd, like every every time he put that needle on my back i'm like hey man can i get he's like you're done dude um <laughs> you can't go anymore but I'm trying to show you can guys you- Kyle, can you describe it for, for our listening audience? Um, like what it felt like or what it, oh yeah, what what it looks, looks like. like yeah. Oh, so it's a giant bear and he's fighting a, like a viper. And it's, it goes across the span of my entire back. 
Um, it's not even finished because I had to tap out. And it, hurt, it hurts so bad. Like, I have a rib tattoo, all right? And that's supposed to be pretty painful. But the, the back, man, the back is crazy because, like, there are spots where it's, it does not hurt at all. And there's other spots where it feels like he's literally cutting into your, you know, your back with a hot knife. Like, it's pretty <clears throat> painful. I, tr- I tried everything that second day to like get through it. I tried getting drunk, man. Did not, did not help. <laughs> it, it just had to tap out, but I, I like it. it. I think it looks pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't know if you guys could see it, but there's like a kind of pretty crummy. But that's like the bear head. I'm not gonna lie, man. It's huge. It, yeah. It's your entire back, isn't it? Yeah, shoulder wow. to shoulder. It's not even done. I still have like 20 plus more hours to go on it. What kind Ugh. of bear is it? I can't see like what kind of bear. Um, I don't know. I guess it depends on whatever. Oh, no, it's definitely a grizzly bear. It's a grizzly? Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Should I get know, it done here in a few months. I know Andy has another question, but I just want to bring up so our listeners know <laughs> that if you type in Carolina Reaper pepper, you can get it two different places. One is from Pucker Butt Pepper Company in Fort Mill, South Carolina. The other is Walmart Supercenter Hermitage, PA. What? It's literally Walmart Supercenter came up in Hermitage, PA. Wow. I, I wasted a lot of money on shipping. That's... I, 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 oh, that's my Wow. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Got a real oh. fact here for a second. All right, so so Shenango specific question, buddy. Yeah. Name some of your favorite Shenango memories. Oh man, that's pretty tough to span that over four years, but probably um, whenever I started working in the gym, I just like lit lifting with, with the boys and just like the coworkers were cool. You know. At, while, while I was working there, I kind of started working out or like um, talking to you guys more, just hanging out. Uh, but I guess specific moment, I guess like playing the sport, like when I, whenever we had those little events, playing like pickleball, got that that was so fun. Uh, I got hurt a bunch, but that wasn't my favorite part, you know. So, but I had a good time. Speaking of those events, um, I, I seem to remember you being very good at uh, spike ball. Oh my God. Yeah, dude. And, <laughs> I, and, I, I entered the matrix a few times. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. I, I remember uh, Kyle just, just challenging random people to spike ball and just dominating. And um, I, I also want to bring up that I believe you are the first Shenango student ever to go undefeated during an IM uh, season during the year. Like, I don't think you ever lost. No, dude. I'm not saying I carried, but every team I was in, we won. <laughs> I'm not saying I carried though. I'm just saying, if you were on my team, you're probably gonna win. <laughs> I, uh, David, do you remember? Um, we were playing dodgeball. Do you remember how I was walking up to that guy, and then he'd throw the ball, and I just like, I was like, you for, can't kill me. <laughs> for for some reason, like Kyle just had this uh this this matrix like reflexes where like there was like eight balls that came at him, and he didn't get hit. Nobody nobody knew how he was gonna do this. Yeah, Kyle's dude. not the most athletic guy, but for whatever reason, Somehow. they just couldn't hit him. And he just, you know, I, he figured out I, I literally blacked out and I just woke up covered in blood and uh, dodgeballs are everywhere. I don't even know what happened, <laughs> dude. <laughs> okay. Because, well, wait, I have two. First of all, Kyle, true or false, the password for this podcast 
is Kyle. True. One hundred percent true. Just so you know, your legacy lives on. Oh, oh, is that for every podcast? Like every, every podcast, episode? the password oh. is Kyle. Oh, that's cool. Is I that awesome? It... Yeah, yes. cool. Well, well, I have a question for Kyle. <laughs> so, Kyle, you were the uh, the SGA president for a while. Yeah. Um, so, what are the what are some of the things that you remember most from that experience, and uh, what were some of the highlights from your presidency? Um. I just remember uh, when I first started, I was pretty nervous. I like didn't, I didn't really like public speaking at all. And um, I didn't really know what, what I was doing. I just signed up because, you know, to be honest, I just kind of wanted to, I was dating at the time. I was like, yeah, I'll be the president. That'll be cool. And then, so throughout uh, when I was like doing it, I just kind of learned along the way. I just popped into Andy's office Um when I got super nervous about like the agenda, you know, I just kind of thought like, you know, what, what should I do here? Like I'm nervous, but honestly, how I get, how I could like kind of figure out a uh, just nervousness is you just kind of walk in there and you just kind of do whatever you got to do. Like for me, like I would walk down the halls and play ACDC on my earbuds, just kind of get hyped up. And then over time, it got easier just kind of telling people what to do, I guess. Not not so much telling people what to do, but I guess delegating, like, hey, what are we going to do? Because I noticed um, as president, if you're not really telling people what to do, they don't really do anything. They just kind of just sit there. So you just kind of – you don't really have to be mean, but just tell people, like, hey, you joined for a reason and we're here to, you know, solve issues and be helpful. So, But my most memorable moment in student government was definitely the basketball game. That was awesome. Just kind of helping put put that together, you know. It was a good time. That's everybody's favorite moment. I think everyone. That's a good one. Games, mm-hmm. which just means we keep need to re- we just need to keep resurrecting those. True. Yeah. Whatever it takes, Andy. Amen. Do it. Always. Kyle, you graduated. <sighs> Yes. Congratulations. Thank Back you. In December. What have you been doing since graduation? Um, not gonna lie, I've been more so relaxing. Yeah, like five, four years have gone by, four and a half. I'm I'm tired, you know. So I've mm-hmm. just been playing a lot of games, hanging out with friends. Every once in a while I'll hop on like the computer, job application here and there. I'm still trying to figure things out, like if I want to go to grad school. Um I don't want to jump into things too fast because historically that's not been a good thing for me. So just kind of filling things out. Is there something that you're leaning towards? Like what, what kind of job market are you looking for? Um, so when I was in Georgia Macris's intern class, I, I took two internships. The first one was uh, in accounting. It was at, at Nissan. <clears throat> and I, I, I'll be honest, I hated that internship. I don't like accounting. It's not yeah. for me. People were awesome, but um, I was like, eh, I'd just sit in front of a computer all day doing the same thing, just kind of melts my brain, you know? And then I, I told my professors, like, hey, I'm going to get a, another internship. And it was at a law office, and I thought that was really interesting. So, I don't know, I might, I might see what's going on down that road. Like actual law, like actually going to like law school. 
Yeah, yeah, I'll try, you know, give it the old college try. But if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But we'll see how it goes. I wouldn't want to be like 50 or like 70 and wish like, oh, well, I thought that topic was interesting. And I yeah. just kind of just didn't do anything. Yeah. You know? So For what it's worth, I can totally see you doing that because you were very quick on your feet, sir. Oh, yeah. thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thousand percent true. And you like say so you stay so cool and calm, like nothing rattles you, like visibly it doesn't rattle you. So I could definitely see you doing that. Yeah, the trick is not to show it. You just like die inside. But that's you know? the thing. You just die <laughs> internally, but you can't see on the outside that you're dying internally. So yeah. Yeah, for for uh presentations, whenever Andy was my professor, I would be like, How was that, man? He's like, You did good. I was like, Really? Because in my head, I'm like yeah Mm -hmm. kind of a mess but pulling it together as long as you can make people believe you're cool calm and collected you're you're pretty much that you know Mm -hmm. gotta fake it i guess you always seem very confident whether you are or not is you know obviously yeah yeah, it's just what what i uh the what i can uh guess show you guys you know whether i am I don't know. Again, student government helped with that. I tell people who are afraid of public speaking, oh my God, I can't do it. I can't do it. You just got to throw yourself in like that kind of role and you just get, you just suck so much. You get better. That's a good time to practice. Yeah, that is very true. You know, I think we might as well just move on over to triple M. This is the first triple M of 2021. It is. So exciting. I'm very excited. Let's do it. I am too. Onward. So I did run this question by Bruce, but I'm totally going to change it up. Bruce is not going to like it. So have you ever had a crush on a fictional character? And the answer is yes, obviously. So who is it? I'm going to start with Kyle. I thought we were starting with Bruce. Come on. <laughs> no, Bruce liked the question. If you could bring back a fictional, if you could bring a fictional character to life, who would it be? Do you like that one better? Oh uh, yeah, that, that one's cool. I like all right, we'll do that one instead. I'm forgotten with all the guys. Yeah, that that one leads me down like a pathway where we're gonna get beeped. Yeah, yeah let's so. let's do the other one. Yeah, let's do the other one. Yeah. If you could, if you could bring a fictional character to life. Tell me who you don't need to tell me why <laughs> um, <laughs> or what or how just just why just who <laughs> since I like I play some video games you know so I'll just be like uh, classic video game guy here um, if you're a fan of like the early Nintendo games or had a childhood I think Link would be cool you the Legend of Zelda pretty much anyone from that universe would be pretty cool I, I, I'm not the the greatest um oh my god i keep getting calls i'm not the biggest fan of the legend of zelda but um pretty much link he's the unsung hero he doesn't say a word he just walks in you know does what he has to do saves the day i think that'd be pretty cool i like that oh wait no 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 never mind change all that (laughs) um red dead red red dead redemption 2 arthur morgan if you guys play that oh he's so cool he's like the he's like the yeah, if you can think of a man, like when, when that guy was born, the doctor said it's a man. Okay, he's like a cowboy, right? It's so cool. 
Uh, if, if you guys uh, get a chance, check out Red Dead Redemption 2. Arthur Morgan. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> Bruce, what about you? Uh, come back to me. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're the one that approved that question. <laughs> D-Jack, fictional character you can bring to life. Um... Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna loophole this because I also want to backtrack back to that character's age, um, and I'm gonna go with two characters. Okay. I'm going Hey Arnold and Gerald, <laughs> but I want to be their age too. Okay, of, so you're gonna okay okay. You know they live in a big city. Hey Arnold's room. I would love to live in that room today with the big skylight and everything. I like uh, that. You know, they're always doing something going on adventure. So I feel like I can be like the, you know, the the third amigo. I like that. Okay. Andy. Ah, uh, yeah. There's so many fictional characters too. I, I know like- it's really hard because after D-Jack just said that, it made me think of something else. Cause my first one was not, yeah. Wow. D-Jack did, did a loophole for sure. I think unfortunately, I'm or like as soon as you said a fictional character that I had a crush on, I had already thought of my answer. Now Go I can't. Go for it. Do but, it. Go for it. And this per- person comes to life. Like this person comes to life. Be okay. about it. Judgment free zone. Judgment free. Jasmine. Oh, from Aladdin. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I yeah. Jasmine's Jasmine's cute. It was like my favorite Disney movie, and then um, I just for whatever reason I was like obsessed with Jasmine growing up. Yeah. No, I get that. So she could be real. She could be real. There is no be, judgment. There's that no would judgment. be awesome. Oh my gosh! I'm totally like you have me thinking about so many different things right now. <laughs> wow. I'm just gonna say it because you said Jasmine. I feel I feel comfortable with this. Captain John Smith from Pokemon. Al <laughs> <laughs> Gibson was the voice, and I always had a crush on him. That's like my crush on my fictional character. But it. if I had to bring a fictional character to life, I'm not going to lie to you, it'd be any one of the Muppets. Nice. <laughs> Do you imagine just like hanging with Fozzie or Kermit or Miss Piggy? I think that would be freaking amazing. That would be cool. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Wow. I feel like I'm going to get judged from these answers, but I don't care. No. <laughs> okay. Bruce, do you have yours yet? I do. I think it would be Iron Man. Oh. Because I like all the uh, inventions and stuff that he always comes up with. Okay. Don't, so. don't judge me, but that's Robert Downey Jr., right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's what I yeah. thought. Okay. All right. So Iron Man. Okay, we kind of have like a random sampling there. Mm-hmm. I like that. Those are good answers. Okay, let me just see here. Okay, next one. Maybe we're gonna like go with the movie theme today. What scene from a non-horror movie scared you as a child? And, and if you're not easily scared, maybe just make something up. Wait, can you say the question one more time? Yeah, what scene from a non-horror movie scared you as a child? Kyle, do you have something? Yeah, I have a weird one. Okay, um, go for it. I don't know the movie title, but it was the box art of the movie. I don't know if you guys know it. I'll just describe it. But it's basically the on the cover art of the DVD, there was like two jet airplanes and they were tied in a knot. 
and that was the cover. I don't remember what it was called, but Airplane. I had a weird. What was it called? Airplane. Airplane. Okay, yeah, that. I never. I don't even know if I saw the movie, but the cover scared me. I had a dream like there when the when the planes were on a knot. I was like seven. I don't know that they were like pulling like a knot and they were gonna explode. And like I woke up crying. So I mean, that's the, <laughs> with Leslie Nielsen, right? Yeah, like, it's, oh, it's okay. actually a comedy. It's a comedy, yeah. Yeah, so that. <laughs> that's pretty. That, wow, I wouldn't have guessed that at all. Okay, airplane. Roger, Roger. Okay. Um, don't you remember that from the movie? Roger, Roger. Mm-hmm. What's your vector, Victor? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Andy, do you have one? Uh, not right now. DJ. See, see, this was a hard one because, like, I didn't, like, I wasn't, like, easily scared as a kid. So, like. Do you like horror movies now? No, I think they're, I think they're ridiculous. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I, I guess I'm going to have to loophole this and go with, go with two things. Um, like, one, I saw Jaws at a young age, so I was just completely terrified of Jaws. Oh, okay. That anytime I went into like a, a large body of water, the Jaws was gonna play, and also thought they played like the theme song when sharks come. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was freaked out, and I went to Disney and got freaked out on the ride the first time when I was like six or seven. Oh, that would be scary. Yeah, but to be fair, I, I, as an adult, I, it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And then I guess the second one is just not the show itself, but the theme song for "Are You Afraid of the Dark." That, that was, was always scary. Yeah, I forgot I about that. Oh, definitely creepy. I remember when that would come on, I would have to change the channel real fast because that, yeah, that would come like right after. I can't remember what it is. It was um, it was Snick on Saturday nights, mm-hmm. and like it was like after like something I love, like all that or something like that, and I had to hurry up and change it before the the theme song came on. Yes, I totally remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bruce, do you have one? Yes. <laughs> um, not so much like frightened, scared per se, but like I'm thinking of the movie Bambi when the woods uh, caught on fire. Okay. I was like scared for all the animals. So, like, oh no, the animals are going to catch on fire. <laughs> now I laugh about it, but yeah. That would be scary though. I think right. some of those early Disney movies. Like when you watch them now, like when I watched them now with my niece and nephew, like the original Snow White, those characters are creepy looking. Yes. I mean, like they're scary. Yeah. And they're and they're children's a show. So yeah, that no, that would be scary as a, as a child. And did you have one? See, I don't like like DJ, I wasn't really scared. Like I I, I love scary movies because I like like jump scares and stuff like that. But yeah. I, but I'll tell you, and it's not a movie, so you know, don't, don't judge me, but Ronald McDonald scared the daylights out of me. We don't like clowns. <clears throat> yeah. And like Grimace, like those early McDonald's commercials yeah. for whatever reason used to freak me out and it was Ronald McDonald's fault, but Grimace and the hamburger were just creepy characters. Like yeah. I just didn't like at all. And then every time I would see like, even though Grimace like was always smiling and, and some was Ronald McDonald, it was always like creepy smiles. Like none of it was like pleasant. And I was like, is this you know, am I going to be kidnapped at McDonald's when I get my happy meal? So not a movie, but those commercials from like the, I don't know, 80s, 90s. I don't know when they actually came out, but they were terrifying to me. Yeah. yeah. Mine was actually the 90s. It was 
it was Jurassic Park and it was when the raptor opened the door and started killing people. <laughs> that is terrifying. Because I used to love dinosaurs. Like I was a total dinosaur geek. Like I like would go to the science museum and I, I mean like I literally loved playing with dinosaurs. And so I was so excited to see that movie. And then like, I've been forever scarred by that movie. That's fair. Yeah, like when like the T-Rex, those stomps, I remember <clears throat> that summer it came out, there was like this military salute going on. It's so, like, you know, those cannons were going off. Yeah. And I was in my grandparents' backyard and I heard those cannons and the big boom sounded just like the Tyrannosaurus Rex like was coming. And I remember running into the house cause that's how scared I was. <laughs> like I had nightmares for weeks over that. Like I could not cope with that movie. I used to, I mean, I still love Jurassic Park, but like, are you afraid of the dark? Like I used to watch that every Saturday night with my dad. I was like obsessed with it. Yeah, I can't, I can't do stuff like that. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not like, I was never like horror movies didn't scare me. Like the Chucky's, the Freddy Krueger's, like, like I watched all that, but for whatever reason, it was just like that time frame when I watched Jaws and then like, are you afraid of the dark? Like, and, and like the shows weren't even scary. It was legit just the theme song. Like that, <laughs> it was creepy. Couldn't make it past the opening credits. <laughs> I love it. Okay, last question. I don't know if this is going to be too hard, though, but I'm still going to do it. Okay, what is a made-up word you would incorporate into the English language if you could? And this could be a word that, like, you just say or have made up or you use it and you're like, this could be a great word to add to the English language. Would you like me to give you a for instance? Sure. Yeah. Would that yeah. help? Okay. We have a lot of made up words though. So uh, that's what I mean. We do have a lot of made up words. So years ago I used to play Scrabble. Cause like Bruce, don't you have like Scrabble nights or game nights with your friends? Mm -hmm. So we would always try to just like finish out our tiles. So we would just start making up words. And so the one word that we made up was quadikiever. And so we just decided that <laughs> quadikiever was a word that was kind of like a predicament like if you got yourself into something you're like wow that's quite a quantity keeper <laughs> like i for, to, and, and this was like 15 years ago maybe more than that so to this day i still use that word like a cluster basically you're like that's a quantity keeper hmm. and i firmly believe that that should be in the english language because it describes so many situations that have happened so does anybody have one kyle i feel like you have one I don't. Sorry. You don't really? No. <laughs> I can make one up right now and say it's something <laughs> if you want. I think you should. I think you should. Okay. Um. Scloop. <laughs> <laughs> and what would be the definition next to scloop? Okay, scloop. That is. Can you use it in a sentence? Yes. Okay. Whenever you. You jump a little bit, uh -huh. but um, you don't go as high as you had wished. So <laughs> you just scoop. Yeah. ah, dang man, scoop. <laughs> I think we need to use that word now. Wow, scoop. So like, mm -hmm. if you like jumped over a bridge, but like you didn't make it as far as you got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Like I just yeah. <laughs> Okay, I like it. I feel like David is still thinking. Are you still thinking? 
Yeah, I don't, I don't have uh, like it's like it's hard because I don't, I don't have one. Like I can't think of like made up words. You don't just like come up with nonsense words on your own. No, I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't. Um, I guess I would go hangry, even though like that's already a made up word. That's, that's I yeah, that's true. Like you're and angry. Yeah. You know, little mix hangry. I don't know if that's an official word or not. I feel like Bruce is on it with Google. I feel like there's a a sub shop, hangry subs or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that about right. So I, I don't know if that counts or whatever. I but. think that should definitely be a word though. Hangry. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It appears that it's not an official word. It's not an official. It's like an urban dictionary, like they call it. Yeah. There's a, there's a sub shop, though, right? Hangers? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. there is one. <laughs> yeah, it's near, isn't it near Farrell? It's off McClure. It's right by the highway. Yeah, I thought so. I yeah. mean, I guess. I guess freeway. Uh, freeway, yeah. I go with hangry, I guess. Hangry. I like that hangry. Andy Polio, do you have one? I have so many. Um, oh my of, gosh, name all of them. No, like half of them are probably not things that I should say on the podcast. Um, <laughs> but I direct most of those words towards Travis. Yes, yes. Um, a word that I use an awful lot at home is terrible, <laughs> which is just a, a more heightened terrible. It's like it's, it's the next level. Yeah, it's like extra terrible. So I say terrible. I like um, that, terrible. Uh, this is going to sound weird, and um, the context is usually important of which I say it, but uh, the word seducery, which I'm pretty sure isn't a word. Seducery. <laughs> it's like a sorcery slash seduction. Can you use it in a sentence? Seducery? Um, again, context. Like, boy, they use a lot of seducery to convince me to watch that show. Oh, I like that. Usually it's something stupid, like I'm watching like a show or like a preview and I'm like, wow, that looks really good. And then you watch it and then you're like, it was an awful show. Yeah, that's seducery. They really. Yeah, I actually I really like that word. Yeah, almost like the the art of. Yes. And I I, those two I use quite often. Um, Wow. Because I don't have to worry about sounding professional there. No, I really like that. Seducery. Mm-hmm. I like that. So far, Skloop and uh, Seducery are pretty good. Skloop. 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 <laughs> Bruce Rainier, you're, you're last. That's not really a word that I came up with, but a couple of my friends did. Um, so they have cats. And their cats are very chatty, as they like to refer to them. So they call them chats. <laughs> <laughs> they call her cats chat wow chat. fantastic that is and, um, fantastic it's kind of rolled on and like we have some kittens at home so i call them chittens <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh chat gosh. kittens okay <laughs> oh my god dj's hangry all right that is that is literally i have so many more questions here but i feel like that's all the time we have so that was fun (laughs) all right kyle final words buddy all right um i work out a lot and i think you guys should too so during the (laughs) pandemic you might want to just sit around all day but it's not really healthy and you're going to lose a lot of muscle mass so make sure you stay in the gym or at least try to eat healthy like 
I dig it. Mm -hmm. Very good. Thanks, buddy. Yep. See it. Thank you again for joining us uh, today and and making us laugh and coming up with Skloop, which I will now use every day. (laughs) Yeah, no problem. And, uh, you know, I have no doubts, whatever path you decide to go down, you will be successful and you will make lots of friends and make lots of people laugh. I have zero doubts about that. Thanks, buddy. All right. So that'll wrap it up for us. Week two of 2021 is is down here for PTP. We're off to a good start. We're having fun. And I hope that everybody's uh, year is going well and we're all looking forward to the future and, and, and the optimistic things that will come with that. So as always, stay safe, stay healthy, and, and please, most importantly, remember to stay kind and join us next week for another round of Pardon the Pandemic. Deuces. So if you're walking onto like the tarmac on an airplane and you miss like that step, <laughs> like it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs>